0: Thanks so much for downloading the Nightcap Podcast. We appreciate the support and we'd love to know that you are enjoying the pod. And now you can become a proud member of the Nightcap Podcast tribe.
1: Along with our weekly catch-ups and up-and-coming series with more amazing guests, we've created some bespoke nightcap podcast clothing, which you can get online now. We've teamed up with our friends at T-Mill to create t-shirts and hoodies in various sizes, colours and fits for both men and women.
0: Yeah, We chose T-Mill for several reasons. They make these clothes with 100% natural materials, using organic materials that are better for the environment. They use the sun and wind to power the production of these products, plus they They will send you your order in packaging made from plants not plastics
1: and the best thing is they look great and they feel great you can just tell their quality so there's no knockoff merch here
0: yeah it's as simple as this go to thenightcap.tmill.com that's thenightcap.tmill.com to order your nightcap podcast merch now Hello and welcome to The Nightcap, it is Tuesday the 7th of November today, uh, myself and Paul as always upstairs having a coffee and a up at Salt, beautiful sunny day today, you okay mate? Yeah, yeah all good mate, yeah it's lovely and bright out there isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah really nice. Can't believe it, we've sort of fast, approach- you know as soon as Halloween's out the way we're fast approaching Christmas, all the harvesting is that almost completely done in terms of like ingredients and stuff coming into and the menu sort of changing this time of yeah year. pretty much there'll be a few more menu changes
1: until we close i think 23rd's the last day a few more tweaks downstairs yeah. and then i'll be running up here from sort of the end of next week so i'll have sort of one menu in place with a few tweaks that yeah just trying to loads up here in november december lovely
0: yeah uh, how's grass going how's the single dessert Going down. <laughs> the that, what's the
1: uh... all right? Yeah, it's uh, it's well. That's going really well. Um, I just want to try and introduce a bit more. See what else we can do. we're Going to do some menu changes towards the end of this month. Um, the guys are giving me some stuff to taste last week. Lovely, nice, nice ideas. Looking good. And I just want to revamp the Sunday lunch as well. We're doing something like prime cut Sundays, is what we've called it. Because I don't want it. I want it to be a roast, but not just a roast. If mm. you know what I mean. I really wanted to. Obviously, celebrate a great piece of meat, but celebrate some beautiful veg as well. Yeah. And just give a really nice dish that links to a roast. Yeah. Um, it's quite hard to market because it, it kind of is, but it isn't. Um, right. And what I've always wanted, I didn't want it just becoming you go there for a Sunday roast and it's a little bit incongruent with what we do. And it, you know, you get your pot of carrots and cauliflower and greens and stuff, which is nice, but it's yeah. just, it's a little bit done. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's about, finding a different sort of slightly niche avenue but still being approachable mm. but not crazy it's tough to
0: reinvent the roast really and then it, you know, without is. the cuts of meat being variable everything else is, is you know what you expect because
1: and- uh, Sunday lunch is huge in London and you've got to mm. match expectation which we want to do yeah I just don't want it to become boring and mundane yeah. with that because there's some great roasts in London but there's a lot of shit yeah, yeah. Uh, like anywhere a hell of a lot of shit and yeah. it is it's just this just boring veg that just comes along that's absolutely just nondescript so we're going to do more of a set menu I think we're just getting the guys looking at it now so they'll they'll still be lot on the mains there'll be a beautiful roasted piece of beef on there and if it if just carrots, amazing at the moment from a mm. certain farm. We'll have them on in a couple of different ways and some beautiful potatoes. Great. And we might do the Yorkshire as one of the first courses. Ah, nice. Yeah. 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 So we're making more of a meal of it and a couple of desserts, mm. like a hot pudding type dessert. Yeah. The dessert, the one dessert that's on the menu because <laughs> that was the concern. You know, if you're doing a set menu, you need a few desserts. Of course. Because yeah. We only have like the one. Do you have
0: a, there? I know you have got limited fridge space, but I, I can't remember asking you this before. But do you have a freezer? No, no freezer. That's, that's the thing. No. Oh, no, no freezer. There's
1: no space yeah. for a freezer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, wow. it's a small market. So, do you have like an?
0: You have an ice machine for drinks? Yeah, yeah but not a freezer.
1: Yeah, there's st- stuff we can do. So, like, you don't want to start making desserts all week just for this Sunday. You don't know if you're gonna sell. So, I mm. said we'll do. Some sort of hot dessert on the day. That's you know yeah. sticky toffee pudding type thing. Yeah, the nice. dessert that's on, and then we could do a cheese. Yeah, yeah we just one beautiful cheese. Yeah. Not beautiful, but beautiful <laughs> with a, a chutney and some biscuits or something. Yeah, so we've got idea.
0: three options. That's nice. And it's not about producing loads of stuff. I know you spoil for choice in London anyway with all food. So you can find a great roast and and something different than Mm. a normal roast, if for want of a better phrase. But especially like living in and around here or whatever, it's probably the least likely time of the week I am to go out for dinner is a Sunday roast. Yeah. Because even at a good pub, they're good, but I... I don't know. You can sort of do them to the same sort of standard yeah. at home, I think, and yeah. and they are there is bit elements of it that look like an afterthought. or They've done it on mass that day. If I'm mm. going to a nice pub, or go, I'd rather have a meal that I wouldn't cook at home and a, yeah, a roast that's a fair around comment. here. I just feel I just There's never go very out.
1: Very rare to get. A, it's hard to get a good roast, yeah. and if I find a really good one, I'm obviously as I can, I can do it myself. But it's nice, and it's not just of of food and cuz yeah. you want a free courses don't yeah, you, yeah, you want to yeah. enjoy it exactly. you don't a, feel a so full
0: after the mains that you like oh some of them they're just ridiculous and yeah. it's just
1: based around having a main course that's it and is this veg that do you need that yeah. You know trim it down, streamline it, make mm-hmm. it quality and have a starter and a dessert and you can still have an amazing roast.
0: So true. Yeah. 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 Oh, that sounds great, man. Glimper
1: House is nice. Of oh, course, and Mount just yeah, down the I still road. Haven't been yet. Yeah, good value yeah. as well. Yeah, I'm gutted because I went I went there um Actar's um, steak restaurant closed. Gutted about that because mm. they did a fucking amazing roast. Did they? Yeah. Oh, I bet they did. Yeah. Yeah, Paul Pria, it was called, mm. and it was again a brilliant value, great meat, loads of different sides, but all beautifully cooked. Yeah. Yeah, gutted. That's closed.
0: Oh man. Yeah, I need to check out Lin's newest place in Henley because I still haven't been yet, and it's yeah. not that far really. It's
1: good quality stuff, but they're not trying to be too gastro pubby. Mm. I mean, I think they fit into the market well from a price point and a an Approachable
0: point, yeah. And the quality, I mean, he he said he's using pretty much all the same suppliers that he uses for his Michelin star place. And the chef
1: worked with him for years at Pernau, so he can cook, yeah. Yeah. Oh
0: man, great! Well, coming up on today's pod, we've got some top fives, got lots of correspondence, bits and bobs to do. Um, first, you want to kick off with this. I'm so chuffing myself, right? Okay, I've signed up for something for the first time in my life, it's a proper throwback a throwback it's a throwback and not only did I sign up for it I didn't even sign up for it online I was signed up for it because someone knocked on my door and said would I like it and I went yes I will really wow old yeah. school cold the whole calling. this whole thing is so old fashioned but it I'm really is. excited but that's probably going to per- peak your attention
1: more than yeah? just emails that you get fucking hundreds of yeah exactly someone yeah. oh they've made the effort to knock on my door
0: I know 10 years ago i am mean, like piss off they're asking about my family do you know do what I mean like, what yeah. have you
1: signed up for
0: it's food related okay oh um it's quite traditional. A lot of people do it still, I guess. Um, I never did it. My family never did it once as a kid, but a few of my, fam- my mates Milk did delivery. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, nice. Milk bottles. Milk bottles. I love drinking
1: it out of the glass bottle. Oh, it tastes different. So satisfying. Tastes better.
0: That cold glass bottle. Yeah. It's just, there's something about it, isn't there? Isn't it mm. mad how, like, years
1: ago... Yeah, it was a fucking electric vehicle. Yeah, glass. Yeah, so it was much better so for the environment. And then we fucked that off and go plastic. Yeah, and we drive to get them
0: exactly. But we went backwards and now we're like, oh, look at this modern, this you know, electric is- delivered milk. All of what you said is exactly my point. And yeah. when I came back in and I spoke to Haley because she was like, "Are you?" Because I looked online, I couldn't find where I was like, "Oh hold and I've seen a milk float about, but I wasn't sure. Oh, whatever. Mm. And convenience, I just carried on buying milk from wherever. Yeah, and then he knocked on my door. It's like, oh, hello. Uh, sorry to you, blah, blah, blah. We're doing. We we we've been doing this for years but we're new to Welford we want to do this it's a Cotswold thing but it's pasteurised I was like oh yeah because my wife's pregnant and we, but it was just a really nice and he was like yeah we do it all glass bottles and he even said I love this if you uh, oh, you don't have to wash the glass we'll, we, we'll do that so oh. once finished, you you just I remember rinsing them all out as a kid we yeah. used to have them and he goes just do that and if uh, if you need to skip one because you're away you can email us uh, or you can just pop a little note in the glass bottle <laughs> I was like this is fucking <laughs> this is like th- and it is it's full circle it's it's like, it's almost like the milkman trade has come back and realised, hang on, we fit into 2023 perfectly yeah. and always have done. Why yeah. Why is everyone it's not doing this? Mental, yeah, isn't it? They do eggs and other things, but I'm just starting with my milk, but yeah. I'm really excited. I get my first one on Thursday. Like, this is great. <laughs> I don't even, I like, He said, uh, do you go skimmed, semi-skimmed or whole milk? And I go, oh, ho- whole milk always. And he goes, oh, so, so glad to hear that. Like, <laughs> all these little things. I was like... Oh, oh no, that is, that is mad. It's old school, isn't it? It is mad. Get it, you have to get
1: it on Instagram and everyone, all oh, the Gen Z yeah. will be like, oh, wow, what's Look at this? this guy? This is trendy. Is, <laughs> this
0: is bougie. Uh, a milk van. Uh, <laughs> <we can> deliver, <laughs> to deliver bottles to my front door. The milk van. Brilliant. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm very excited about that. Uh, we've got so many messages this week about various bits and soup. biscuits to do with worst jobs in the kitchen. First one we got was from Matt, which we sent. I sent this to you, and you suddenly were like, "Wait a minute! I don't know why the fuck we do this." But Matt messages saying, "Hi guys, I was just wondering how come many top end restaurants only release two months worth of bookings ahead of time? I'm sure it's a simple reason, but I've never understood it, and I'm just curious."
1: Yeah, I was like, "I don't know why," because I've done it for so long. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of I know why, but it's just so ingrained in me. Yeah, that. So yeah, what, that's what we do. Yeah. For me, it works for us because you can you can market it um, oh, in a sense right. of like bookings are open now for November, December. Like you, sure, in the end yeah. of September, well, you, you create so an you immediate can, buzz. Exactly, you can create an announcement. Yeah, if you're, if
0: you're it, just uh, open all year round, you will you're not what you uh, you're just advertising the same sort of message all the time aren't you yeah, yeah. exactly and yeah.
1: also it just allows us to plan with our holidays and things like that it just allows you to plan around them we know what the holidays are but it just gives that bit of flexibility Yeah. but from a marketing standpoint it's um, it makes sense be yeah. interesting to hear if anyone's got any other reasons why I mean yeah. I took it from that sat was doing it, and not many were when I worked there. Mm. And there was no internet booking mm. at his then; it was all on the phone, um, yep. credit cards still, but and written in a book, yeah. and then put onto wow. a spreadsheet, put onto Amazing. an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> um, Crazy. So yeah, it, a, it, and it and it worked for them. And then the phone lines would open, and that first day of the month, it would be the next two months or something like that. Yeah, uh, and the yeah, phone just go mental
0: god you know what it's only until you've said that that it's just it's just thrown up a memory of working in a pub and if you were one of the first waiters on and the the owner wasn't around or whatever the the phone which was cordless yeah uh, but just like a, it was a house phone but for the pub yeah you would carry that around in your back pocket while you're setting up the restaurant yeah. in case it rang and you needed to take bookings yeah and if you were down the you know function room end and you So you'd carry the phone around the pub to take the messages to write in the book about what timetables fucking come in. Yeah. And someone would update the computer. Fuck me.
1: Yeah, it's taken (laughs) a big workload out. Yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely. No, you forget how tough that was.
0: We'll never know and there'll never be enough data around um, how many people go to book you three months ahead but can't and then... Book something else or yeah. forget. It'd be very difficult It'd to be go get it. Impossible that data. to know that. But then on top of that, I think like behavior, I, I know with, because um, I know in the theatre world this is similar. People generally book things a bit more last minute than they used to all the time now. Yeah,
1: generally. We still get and we'll take them. So if somebody might email yesterday or phone us and be like, oh, we know we're in Stratford in March yeah, yeah. and we really want to come. It's yeah. so, like, yeah, we'll book it in. Yeah, we'll right. always just say, oh, or like they might book next. December, yeah. we'll always say it's kind of provisional just in case. Yeah. But we're 99% sure we're going to be open. Got it, of course. But yeah, yeah. We'll, always, we'll always take them if people get in touch. It's silly not to because yeah. Yeah, these yeah, people yeah. want to plan a year ahead. Yeah. If you say no, they're not going to think, right, next September when they open up December's bookings to book their One hundred percent. book somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we always take especially if it's like... um Especially if it's a big it, party. Yeah, a four or a six or an eight
0: yeah. or something like that. Yeah, t- fucking, we'll take them. Yeah. yeah. That's good advice then for anyone because I never think about that. But if it's a big party, just message them before the, the online booking system's open. Yeah, and
1: a lot of places will we'll take we'll you. just take it. You'd be yeah. silly not to, really.
0: Of course, 100%. Good question. And thanks, Matt. Because And if anyone else knows any other reasons why people do that, it'd be fascinating to learn of those. Uh, We've got a message from Adam as well saying, um, in regards to our top five biscuits... I have started to justify to my partner uh, about overeating, saying some of them, e.g. bourbons or custard creams, are too stacked, so it's acceptable to have three of them, so you can eat six single-layered ones, yeah, if that I makes get what sense. what saying That's there, quite yeah. clever. Yeah. I mean, you're still... You're kidding yourself. Yeah. Or you but. can
1: say, like, or oh, can have <laughs> six custard, uh, six uh, malted milk, yeah. because that's only, like, three bourbon. Yeah. Bourbon,
0: yeah. You're marketing yourself. Yeah. But genius. Yeah. yeah, well done. And in response to Worst Jobs in the Kitchen, um, Adam says for him, it's prepping fish bones and heads for stock. Because yeah, you, you never feel one. clean for the rest of the day, especially after removing eyes and gills. Yeah, no, you're right.
1: Especially on a hot day. It's just, Grim. it's hard to get your hands really smelling.
0: Do you wear gloves as well. can you wear gloves I generally stuff? do, but yeah. yeah,
1: like back in the day you never did. And nah. it just it's kind of ingrains in grains, you. Yeah, under your nails. Yeah. Yeah. And to add to that as well, when I saw that um uh descaling fish, it's just a fucking shit, job. But <laughs> like however you do, if you do the the old yeah. scraping is the worst. We used to like put a bin bag over your head, poke a hole, get your head through, get your arms through. Seriously. Yeah, so you've got like a bin, bin bag overall <laughs> yeah. with your arms out, and you scrape it down, because they're just fly. Yeah, everywhere no chaos. matter how careful you are
0: mean, was some fish worse than others for that
1: um yeah t- for me the sl- with the smaller scales you know like you know bass are a bit of a nightmare for it and things like that and yeah. cod is because they're quite small
0: and they're tougher than they look some of them I yeah think.
1: yeah and they just flick up and you will find later on like because it'll <laughs> stick and dry to your head you won't really see it because <laughs> yeah. they're translucent and yeah you're you pick it off and it's some like some scabbing. Like, oh fuck, that's a scale. <laughs> fuck me. Yeah, yeah you need grim. a full-on shower. That is so the, Yeah, there's a there's a method now that's from Japan where you cut it the opposite way. and You actually slice it off, mm. um, which it, it's just a fucking laborious job. Yes. Yeah. there's no cool. there's no easy way, and no yeah. machine
0: or technology. I guess will come along. No. To
1: and I, I had someone message me the other day, an old mate of mine, Craig Smith. He said, and I never thought about this one: do beard in scallops, oh. uh, not. Uh, Debearding oh, muscles. muscles. Yeah, no, that yeah. is a good one. That's yeah. that's a shit job. Oh
0: god, it, it's just pulling them out and going I for even had to do that as a pot wash at the pub sometimes and then They'd make me do that. Scrape off any of the, you know, like yeah. the parasites, the white bits, like just some of them, just how much you fucking tug that beard, it's just not coming. Yeah. It's just like where the fuck is it? What is it? You imagine them inside going Oh <laughs> <laughs> <like laughs> like tug that, of yeah. war. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Perhaps. no, debearding muscles, definitely. Yeah, 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 that's a tough mm-hmm. one. Uh, had another one here from Andy who says jobs you hate you mentioned turned veg when i was at college we did restaurant evenings i hated turning mushrooms you could never get it right and this was back in 1985 so was that yeah. like
1: peeling the tops so or, turning or like- mushrooms it's one of the most pointless fucking jobs ever oh, what yeah cuz what- so you so turning Ro- root veg is very different to turn-in mushrooms. Mm. So you almost, you know like how a petivier looks yeah. with those lines in it. Yeah. You do that with a mushroom but with a knife. Oh, God. I've never been able to do it because I've never been asked. It like still it tastes, it, yeah, it still tastes it, the same, mate. It, eh? it can yeah. so
0: easily disintegrate as well, can't it, when you're trying to like peel them away. Yeah,
1: and they start oxidizing. It's just totally pointless for yeah. me. Um, turning, we spoke about it, didn't we, about last week about potatoes. turning potatoes. Yeah. Potatoes, carrots, courgettes and all root veg as well. That's, that's like, it's not something we'd ever do here, but I I think it's an important skill to learn because mm. it's really good for like your dexterity and muscle memory of, you know, yeah. knife in a hand with food. Yes. I, yeah. think it, I think it's a really good thing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I went and assessed um, the Royal Academy of Culinary Arts Apprentice at Birmingham College last year, did their final assessment and I had to do turn veg and I'll just, I'll just speak to the first about Although we never do it, I see the importance in it. Yeah. It's really important for you to focus on it and get it right and appreciate this skill.
0: Exactly. We talked about it last week. It's like a chef's drill. It's like, yeah, you might not do it on the night, on the yeah. day sort of thing. But it's like in the practice, in the background, it's like all these things just helped your overall sort of capabilities and dexterity and stuff. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's good. Um, on the mushrooms, just quickly, what is the Because, you know, people talk about like, do you wash them? Do you not? Do you peel some of the tops of it. Or, you know, D- depends like, on the
1: mushroom out. sometime and what you're doing with it. Generally speaking, wild mushrooms are always washed. Yeah, yeah. And you're plunging... of dirt
0: and stuff can get in and around. Exactly, them, especially
1: yeah. if it's morales. But you've got to like treat them right. So I'd um, say, if, I don't know, say it's chanterelles or something, i plunge plunge them into loads of cold water mm. and they float to the top, the dirt floats to the bottom. So you move them around and let them settle. Got yeah. Then you just take off the top and then you do again, fresh water again yep. in move them around, and then you just, you got to drain them off, lay them out on a tray, on a cloth, and just let them dry naturally.
0: Yeah,
1: lovely. Yeah. I did actually just one, one oh, bit got got of correspondence, correspondence. from um, a couple of people, actually. Go a lad who used Go to for work it. for me, Stuart, Stuart Drake, he said when we were talking about the Israeli whiskey and how oh, I got yeah. some stick for it, yeah, he yeah, was yeah. saying he got abused by a customer recently because he had Israeli oh. couscous on the menu. Oh, my God. He's like, why are you supporting that regime and what's wrong with you? He's like, oh, I was just cooking some fucking food, oh, mate. It's no. probably not even made there. Like no, it, it, no. Israeli couscous, if anyone doesn't know, it's it's couscous. There's a bigger, bigger. Yeah, it's yeah. like little pasta balls, big mm-hmm. pasta balls. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's fucking. As if it support, supporting
0: it. The, the regime by having the couscous. Uh, but, shocking. Uh, yeah. That is dreadful. So I just thought, mention poor that. lad. And then we had as well
1: from the no named um, chef. Who uh, is doing agency? And he sent the information recently about the if you remember the oil with salt yep. and pepper, and everything gets dipped in it. Steaks, yep. fish, fucking whatever, and then in a pan. <laughs> so he's at the same place. I've shown you the photo. We can't put this online. I can, this this is shocking. It's disgusting. Is yeah. uh, so tales from an agency is put <laughs> cooking directly on a flat top that I have never seen cleaned, and I must say this. This flat top, I've never seen one this dirty. No. Ever. No, no. It looks and I've it, seen
0: some in kitchens. I'm like, it, it's not an exaggeration because of the amount of like sort of like carbon on the top. Yeah. It looks like it's been like left in the street in the rain for a year. Yeah. And it's just rusted oh. and horrible. You actually like, see it's a thicker layer in parts. Mm, um,
1: where they fucking do what they're doing here. Like searing the meat directly on it. And it's not even searing. Yeah. Because it's not that hot. And then the splashback at the end is just black. It's stainless steel. Stainless steel, it always comes back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's um, dreadful. He said, "Yeah, the dirtiest breakfast chef I've ever met." Um, but he binned it and then did a new one in the pan. <laughs> but and it's next to a massive stock pan, yeah. like about two inches away. <laughs> that's all
0: carbonised on the side as well. Mate, I can't. Let's stress me even, out seeing. that. I can't even tell what piece of meat it is. No, no, that's a good point actually. What do you reckon? Some cut of beef. Um, is what a is it? Breast of I think duck or something. I can't tell from it. I don't is know. It's sh- Shitty steak. Look at the shitty sear on it. Yeah, dreadful.
1: Um, it's grey. That's fucking awful. <laughs> Dirty bastards. I said you should burn him.
0: <laughs> well, he could well, sit on there for half an hour he wouldn't <laughs> get there. Be fine. Yeah. <laughs> just like put, sauna. Put, put his face on it, he'll just get a tan. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> wow. Um, um, but then he said the next day he cleaned it, like spent a good hour or
0: two just oh, can we blitzing see, it. We, we, can we see the after? I want to see the after. Oh, Is I don't know if he took it? a
1: photo, but the head chef moaned at him why because he said it's going to make the lads look bad i said so he gaslighted you for fucking doing your job and wow. having some pride that shows you're you in everything. the wrong for being clean fucking
0: like, madness that's so i would have told
1: him to fuck himself yeah <laughs> <laughs> Obviously.
0: We, whoever that because i know you want to remain anonymous but can you send us the aftershocks i'd love to see just for the satisfaction of seeing it all clean if you could send us yeah, that if you've got one shakalaka you know who you are <laughs> yeah, yeah. Excellent. Okay, let's uh, let's do the top five, shall we? So it was my yes. job this week to do top five um, sort of childhood dinners. Yeah. That's what you said, yeah? Yeah. So I... Uh, it's my top five, so obviously these are correct. But I I'm came so- up with sort of in terms of like a rule for myself mm-hmm. that I had to have had them cooked for me by my parents. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. At some point. And I
1: and can't have beans or cheese in. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's not cooking, that's eating shit. Huh?
0: And I have to still have made them myself.
1: Oh, interesting. So it's something you have liked yeah. to recreate. Yeah. yeah.
0: Which does actually almost create this list for me because my parents did not do loads of cooking when we were younger. No. So it's actually quite a short list. Ah. There is only one honourable mention and that's probably because I cannot actually think of a single other dish that they'd have cooked. Oh, really? After these, yeah. There was, I mean, my parents were great for loads of reasons, but one of their weakest things was cooking, and yeah. they did not take too much care or pride in it. <laughs> there was lots of microwavable meals and yeah. shit growing up. Um, so when we when they cooked, it wasn't always great, but several of these dishes were really good fun and we ate all together and I definitely still do them now
1: and I'd be interested to know when you do them as well Now, you, when you still do them now do you keep them similar for nostalgic reasons or have you tried to elevate them and uh, improve them
0: I would say <laughs> there is zero similarity <laughs> between what I have then and what I have now cool. that is not an exaggeration yeah okay so my honorable mention just goes to a humble vegetable soup with homemade bread Okay. Cuz my mum got a bread maker. She would never yeah. make bread herself. But then yeah. got got a bread maker for Christmas one year. Mm-hmm. And so therefore had to buy proper flour and proper so the bread just tastes and the smell of it when it oh, obviously came it's great. out, yeah. And it was still hot. And if and you've then, never lived with that, it's no, a it, game oh, changer. Oh, it was a game changer. And we went while she could be bothered. We went for a couple of years where we only had the homemade bread all the time. Oh, nice. So then that incentivized dad to make. But and he had a, an allotment out the back. And the veg soup would change every week, and it would change in color, just depending on whatever was there, basically. Yeah. So there was always onions and garlic and stock, mm-hmm. but then there was, you know, carrots sometimes, you know, courgettes, uh, you know, so it changed all the time. Mm. But it's quite nostalgic, like, especially like, I think of a Saturday lunchtime, you know, football on in the background or the radio on or whatever, dad doing DIY jobs, and then really nice vegetable soup. mm mm-hmm chunky wedge of bread with fuck loads of butter, yeah. loads of butter. Oh. like crazy amount of butter we were all shameless with butter all of us like yeah. there was no mum and dad wouldn't even stop me they would just be I'd be carving it like cheese and they'd be like yeah yeah go for it yeah,
1: yeah. so my kids wouldn't so, touch yeah. that really no Oh, a
0: soup for dinner I'd be like fuck is this really yeah, oh, honestly, mate, I, yeah I loved it but mainly because of the bread and butter I guess yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the soup was on the side <laughs> but uh, it's just a dip yeah that's yeah. that's an honourable mention to, to nice. some soup and bread right okay number five childhood dinner I think I think this this and a couple of the ones on this list will be on most people's list in terms of things in terms of things they'd have had as kids but I'm gonna go bangers mash and gravy nice you know, good quality sausages um Dad was always way better at mash than mum. I mean, she must have mashed it three times. Like, one, two, three, that'll do. Yeah. And I was like, fucking hell, there's chokes. Yeah. There's lumps and there's chumps. They're yeah, there's different chunks. things. <laughs> yeah. This is crushed potatoes. It's <laughs> yeah. not mashed potatoes. Um, but yeah, just nostalgic, comforting, proper weeknight meal. Yeah. Um, always had the mash in the middle with the sausages piled on top of it, yeah. not to the side. Yeah. And then onion gravy with... All the onions left in. Nice. Sometimes they were way too big, probably, but it didn't matter. Yeah, just pile them on. Peas sometimes, but nice. yeah, bangs. Good old bangers of mash, like can't beat yeah, it. You can't, it can Yeah, it's actually so you can not elevate that. You really can like, you? with a
1: glorious buttery mash and oh. really good sausages, yeah. and then the quality of the gravy. Yeah, and the cooking of the onions. There's so many factors. Absolutely,
0: yeah. and. And we do we eat that a lot now, but often toad-in-the-hull style. Just add yeah. that extra bit more fun to it, just having the yeah. Yorkshire-ness around the bangers. You can have some that if
1: it's Richmond sausages and a shit mash and just Bisto gravy. It's fucking terrible. Yeah. Like yeah. terrible.
0: Yeah. But it can be beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I would have had that. That's that's closer yeah. to what mum and dad would <laughs> have made. But um, yeah, okay. Number four. Now this one is a weird one because I've made this a couple of times and it's purely for nostalgia. But there's there's one main reason for it. So my mum, her I guess her signature, which is saying something, yeah, was a tuna pasta bake. Okay. yeah. Right. So, it was classic throw everything in a fucking pot, right? Yeah. They, you cook the pasta first. Oh, cook first. Because there was some used to buy jars. Oh, no, and no. you put it in raw. Yeah, no, that's... I think it's it's too hard to predict yeah. what it comes out like. And, like, yeah. some bits are more cooked than others. It's a bit... <laughs> if it's not been under the water, like, the, you know, yeah. the sauce. Um, but yeah, tomatoes, onion, garlic, tuna... And then it was covered with a layer of cheese. Yeah. And then ready salted crisps. <laughs> fucking hell. Right. They'd crush that and then they'd sprinkle that over the top and put it under the oh, grill. Ready salted Sounds fucking mental, yeah, it's doesn't a bit it? Like, a but woody yeah. It is. It's odd. Yeah. But
1: i see how that works. Though. It
0: tastes, I would say it tastes okay to good. But yeah. the nostalgia factor is massive for me there. Yeah. But like I, I would happily eat that now and be like, oh yeah. So it, what was binding it? Like, nothing. No, nothing much. Nothing. So it, was, it was relatively dry underneath? So, it, oh, uh, so chopped tomatoes. Oh, okay. There tinned and chopped tomatoes. Tinned chopped ah, tomatoes. Right, so it was watery. Then. It was still quite watery. Yeah. But there'd be some onion in there and, and bits and bobs. It was very inconsistent. You know, some weeks it would be all right. Some weeks, but like, what the fuck is this? Like, they don't know what they're doing. But it was that whole, the cheese, you just wanted the cheese and the ready salted crisps yeah. over the top. That crunchy, cheesy topping was yeah, like, yeah, banging. Fair. yeah. There. But fucking weird meal. Yeah. You know, that's my number four. Okay, number three, getting back to normal stuff. Uh, a chicken curry. Okay. So Dad made a really good one, to be fair. Yeah. He wouldn't go to the... St- and I, I don't blame him for this, because loads of people don't, but he would buy the paste. But you wouldn't yeah. buy the sauces. Yeah, yeah, so that's fair enough. you would still buy the paste and fry off onions and garlic and ginger and stuff first, then put the paste in, coconut milk, some tomatoes. Yeah, it's just good as making it. Yeah. Really. Yeah, absolutely. Chicken breast in there, always some naans. He was He's probably still better at cooking rice than me. I still botch it every time, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Just need to actually think about it. I just think, oh, fucking rice, whack water, just... Fuck. Yeah. But um, but yeah, that's nostalgic. And we'd have that once a week, all mm. the time. Like, curries were great. Especially if there's football on, like, a Champions League night. Mm. That would always be, like, allocate the... Like, a Tuesday or a Wednesday night for the curry, because that goes in line with the football. So yes. we'd always do that. Um, ah, nice. And I still... We probably have curry once, at least once or maybe once every other week yeah. at home. Um, Do Your kids, are your kids, into it. Or they have curry.
1: I have the shittest curries. Like yeah. they're
0: like like korma.
1: Korma, but like less than and really? at the, uh, the jar. Yeah, but, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we rarely have it. Oh, I don't shame. even know if I've ever made it. Like where I live, with really? Them. I don't well, think I so. Know oh, that's interesting. No, what they have is, and I won't eat what they eat. Yeah, with <laughs> Just separate dinners. Nah. <laughs> yeah, and then you're making.
0: You know, two then, did not you? Oh, yeah, it's fucking annoying. Yeah, yeah, so... No, they need to need to grow up. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah, so curry number three. Now, number two, we've actually already talked about it on this podcast, but I'm going for Sunday roast. Banging. Yeah. It's just great at home. And, like, I did one two days ago for family. They came over, did some pork belly. Nice. Crackling was amazing. Roast potatoes. Always roast potatoes. Always, always carrots. I will pretty much always leave parsnips off.
1: Yeah, I, I'll, like... If they're there, I'll eat them, but I'd yeah. never choose to no, do them. No, really. take all leave them. Yeah.
0: Bit it's there. A, if, I mean, for root, for root veg, roasts are number one on a roast. Like yeah. there, there is no roast dinner without roast potatoes. No. They're, yeah. Roast carrots are lovely and very different from a roast potato. So mm. a parsnip is just sort of shit in between both. Yeah. I, th- I, think, I, I think
1: I know where it stuck with me. I was around a friend's house when I was a kid, probably what? Nine-ish? Mm. And... Mum would cut them quite big, and they looked just like the potatoes. Oh, you thought it was potato, and I thought it was potato, potato, and I was like, "And I've never had a parsnip." And oh, what is yeah. this sweet thing? Oh, it's it's hot. just yeah.
0: so I've kind of traumatized from that. So and I don't just, dislike them. I'm just like, yeah, meh. no, I agree. If you expect, it's the same with crisps, isn't it? In a bowl, mm. it's like when you think it's one flavor, and it's another. You yeah. can still like that other flavor when you're not expecting it. You're like, oh no. Yeah, I've never had anything
1: so sweet on a, mm. a Sunday lunch before.
0: Sometimes the sweetness can be coupled with this earthiness that yeah. I don't like. Like it depends on the parsnip you have or how it's cooked. But yeah. sometimes it's like, it's not that pleasant. I prefer... Like if they were baby, like these piccolo parsnips
1: are beautiful, just really roasted down and yeah. they're just really thin and skinny and
0: kind of a little bit chewy. Yeah, when the chew done. at the end. Because like the very tip sometimes can get a bit over caramelised. Yeah, it? I've never liked some really big. Nah, I think, no. I think that goes back to yeah. the trauma. No, I'm with you. <laughs> the trauma. Tough lives we've led. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I'm with you. So yeah, roast potatoes, carrots always. Yorkshire's can go with fucking everything. I'm sick of the whole... How, you know, if you go to a pub, it's like, right, you can have pork, beef, with a Yorkshire, or chicken. It's just like, just get the fucking Yorkshires out. It's a Sunday roast. Just have it with yeah. anything. Yeah. What does it matter?
1: Yeah, Marie's weird about that. She's like, no, it should go with just beef. And I'm like, well, why are you so strict on that? You don't yeah. come from a foodie lifestyle. Me, with any roast. You, yeah. Christmas Day. Why not? You have Yorkshire. Yeah. Oh. Always. It's, it's it's as important as a roast potato. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. With any
0: roast. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with like,
1: you. Like, yeah, or you go to a pub and like... Someone has roast beef and they get a massive one, and then you you, um, you order pork and you get a tiny bit of wanky stuffing, yeah, and yeah. maybe a skinny bit of chewy crackling. Yeah. You like, well,
0: why don't I get that? I want I'll just ask every yeah. time we go out. Like me and Haley, we're all the same. We're we'll all just be like, right? Can I have the pork? But can I get a fucking Yorkshire please? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> this is a joke. <laughs> um, but yeah, Yorkshire. You, with
1: have uh, roast. Dinners. So I used to have two moves at the end of it when I was a kid. I used okay. to love it. I haven't done either of them for years. Yeah. Have you ever done the bread at the end?
0: No. Oh,
1: I used to love it. Which so means? I'd have loads of gravy and it. It all oh, have the bits I of, of flavour in. in. Yeah. It didn't even have butter oh, on really? it. Oh, really? So you'd just, have, there'd be loads of flavour in the gravy from yeah. everything that was left and all the little bits. you just bits. dunk it, let it sit, two oh, minutes. Yeah. Turn it over, two minutes. And then just eat that while it sucks everything up. That is... Well, if I didn't do that, I'd save all my roast potatoes to the end. Yeah, And I'd cut them all up and squash them all down, all in the gravy. <laughs> and they just the whole plate would be full of them. And wow. then I'd just be eating them. Oh, like crushed roast potatoes all in the gravy. Nice. That's lovely. Oh, great idea. Yeah, delicious. the bread and butter.
0: How I've not done that before is beyond me, actually. Cause yeah. When you've got loads of gravy left. And it is, you're right, because it's bits of everything as well. Yeah. So it's real. It's like gold dust. What's left is yeah. like gold dust. Exactly. Um. Yeah, great. It's and a then, bit like the moist maker
1: and friends it is
0: yeah yeah. because yeah, a thin layer of gravy is like Monica's secret yes isn't it That's in the it. sandwich in the turkey sandwich because it's dry mm. uh, yeah I'd have a green on there of some kind preferably broccoli for me and then I know you won't but I'd always have a order a little, little cauliflower cheese, cheese the yeah. Side. yeah great love yeah.
1: that in there it looks great it does yeah. and I like the idea of it when it's cooked well mm. when it's cooked badly it looks fucking horrific yes agreed yeah, yeah. No, I was right. One of the ones I made, I made a cauliflower cheese on Sunday. It was one of the best ones I did. And I hate it when you go somewhere, and I just don't like the look of it. When, say, they might do a crescent of edge on the side, and they'd like scoop it out of a big tray onto it, and it's all into the rest of it, and it just looks shit. It has to be served in its own thing,
0: glazed up. That's. You know, and it, it looks great. Agreed, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, uh, I mean, again, a lot of those things I've mentioned, the version that mum and dad would have done, like all the auctions would have been those Aunt Bessie ones that come in the little silver trays. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the Yorkshire's yeah. tiny. Yeah. Tiny little things. Yeah. You have know, four each. Yeah, you, know you know need them, don't you? Know? Don't, yeah. uh, a little yeah. espresso corpse, isn't it? Sunday roast number two. Now, number one is, 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 is actually far and out, number one. Oh, like, really? Yeah, okay. yeah. Just number one. Number one for days. Uh, had this loads as a kid. It was pretty good. Me and Hayley have it every single week. Oh, right. On the same night. Oh, really? Mm. Oh. Fucking weird. Every Thursday night. Every Thursday? this night. Yeah. Wow, I don't know what this would be. It's pro- I would say this would be in most people's, like, weeknight meal. Is it either
1: a bologna or lasagna? Uh, bolognese or
0: lasagna? Yeah. Yeah, Which spag bol,
1: spag bol, spag bowl night. We're having that
0: tonight. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's one of the most comforting things in the world to me. Yeah, like my favorite. It is, it's fucking winner. What pasta do you have? So spaghetti pasta yeah. every time. Um, I do the method of. Uh, it's really nice because me and Haley do. We both take it in turns to make it, and we do things slightly differently. But the results are really. What's your I showed process? You? Okay, so I'll take you through the whole yeah. thing. Um, I feel nervous now isn't it? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I've just done a video to
1: promote the book oh, on shit. TikTok got fucking abused for it did you? It. oh yeah, fuck's sake yeah, what's don't get process? me annoyed
0: okay so um, olive oil and butter mm-hmm. at the very beginning slowly sort of fairly low heat for onion gar- uh, carrot and celery no garlic okay sweat that down then I'm going, turn the heat up, depending on how much or how many, if I'm making it, sometimes we make like two portions of it. So we've got more to make a lasagna at the weekend yeah. or whatever. Um, but if there's if there's room, I'll put the beef then in with the heat turned up to sear it all off in the pan. Mm-hmm. And then get some like charcoaly bits at the bottom to like scratch. And then big glass of red wine. Yeah. Reduce that down for a bit, like 20 minutes or so. <clears throat> then go tomatoes, season. Yeah. Lid on for, I don't know, 40 minutes or so. Then lid off to get some of that steam out and let it reduce down a bit. Mm. Then small glass of whole milk.
1: Yeah. no, nice. It's
0: that's not it. too far off what I do. No? So
1: I um, start with a sofrito. So yeah. that's your onion, carrot, Salary. celery. Mm-hmm. Sweat that off in olive oil. Yeah, But I... So my recipe is very much based on traditional and my nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. So, it, so then after about four... Four minutes or so, chopped thyme, chopped garlic ah, in there, okay. and then leave that for a few minutes, sweat that down, take it out, yeah, and then half pork, pork mince, half, half uh, beef, beef mince. Yeah, Again, nice. that's quite classic. Or um, I mean, you used to use veal a lot, but you know, half pork, half beef, brown that off, red yeah. wine, tomato puree, and then I'll add the sofrito back in. Then loads of good quality chopped in tomato, nice, and stock. And yep. it'll be really wet, and I'll cook that for three hours. Wow. Until it's really like comes down, it's glossy, yeah, thick, yeah. unctuous, and then a good glass of milk. I think that was everything.
0: Yeah. Yeah, nice. Yes, yeah, nice so, seasoning. Yeah. I think oh, the pork and beef, well, we just do beef every time, but yeah, I can, that, that, I've heard that one commonly, mm. the whole combining the two. Yeah. Um, and it's <clears throat> sometimes if I want it a bit more unctuous or it's not quite reduced enough, I'll add a teaspoon of marmite in it.
1: Yeah, yeah. That works yeah I, well. I do that here. We do it when we make ragouts, like venison ragouts to go with a dish. We'll we'll make mm. it really intense because you're only having a bit. So we'll finish with Marmite. I don't tend to do that at home. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's just, Stands I love the, even love mauled, the process. It? Yeah, I love It's it. nostalgic for me. But one thing that's weird, like, you know, everyone calls it spag Bowl, mm. right? But most people don't have, a lot of people don't have spaghetti with it, but they call it that. I never once had spaghetti with it as a kid. What did you have with it? It was always pasta shells. Oh, was always? It? No yeah. way! Um, wow! No, al- I'd never. always pasta shells. I don't know why. That's just what we always had. Interesting. Every single
0: time. That is fascinating. I've so, never, I've never had it without pasta, without spaghetti. No, no,
1: no. And I, lo- I like it with spaghetti. Mm. You know, obviously in Italy, it's flat pasta. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But, oh, I love that it. Just get a spoon with the. Yeah, the fork and you twirl it, and it's because and it, it soaks it all up. And the texture Catching of that it. when you bite through oh, multiple layers of spaghetti yeah. is just. And yeah, you could just have the biggest bowl, and then a bit of cheese over the top. Yeah, I like a bit yeah. of parmesan on parmesan it. Parmesan over it. Yeah, black pepper in there. Obviously, black pepper throughout the
1: thing as well. Mm. But but I lo- I'll great. I'll always make it before. Yeah. i'll never do
0: it on the day so this is a bloom in the fridge as well the flavor improve this is the other reason why we always do it on a thursday mm. um, because it's both of our favorite meals we we never yeah. get bored of having it's like oh it's spag Ball thursday who's doing it i'll do it yeah we'll do it like in the morning or in the like lunch if i'm working from home or something it's just like in between jobs yeah just, like put it on stick it on and then every thursday night i play basketball And it's like a two-hour run with a load of guys. So it's like 8 till 10 at night. It's a really late one, but I don't like eating before I go. No, not pasta anyway. Yeah, exactly. So I have a crazy late dinner, but we make it so Haley can have hers at like 7. But it's the perfect meal that I can come back and just reheat and have some spaghetti when I get home. Yeah. So it's a means to an end, but it's also our favorite food. So that's why Thursdays will just always be a spag bowl night. Yeah. And we had it as a kid, and I just can't ever ever see us changing that. We don't do it with any other dish. There's no other dish that we have every single no. week, no. other it's not than... It's a tradition. Spank yeah, bowl. I don't
1: have any of that. Yeah, yeah that... Um, it was funny like there was loads of different reasons I've got shit for that post I won't go into them all but <laughs> one of the main things was people going I don't have three hours to do that I've got kids oh my god I, like, uh, I said yes you do Yeah, you do. everyone you're fucking does you're just choosing not to yeah I need to make it in 20 minutes because I've got kids I've got
0: bullshit. kids I've got kids Absolute do it the day bullshit. before bullshit. there's no
1: labour in it when it's ticking over
0: you guarantee as well that if we had 24 hours of just watching that person they would have spent at least two hours just sat on their phone doing fuck all exactly and, and if you put that together or Split that up, you could have cooked a delicious dinner exactly it's as doing, simple as that. You're doing it the day yeah. before, it actually
1: saves you time, yeah. When the kids are in and busy and it's like, all I've got to do is reheat that, cook some pasta, yeah, grill some garlic, heaven forbid,
0: get them involved, yeah, you know, or yeah. something, you know, yeah. You know. But no, I
1: hate that actually. I don't have time, like, I fucking don't have time, yeah, absolutely. No, it's only me with the kids at home well, after the week, and then I'm working 100%. if I can do it. You can fucking do it. Yeah, absolutely. It annoys me when you say, oh, this takes three hours to people. Like, they think they ain't got three hours. No, no, it doesn't take you three hours. It cooks for that long. Yeah. It's just sat there. Exactly. That's why it's one of the... Set a timer on the phone you're always on.
0: One of the perfect dinners to make when I'm just working at home because like five minutes of chopping stuff and then a little bit of stirring. Otherwise, it's just sat on a stove. Exactly. So I do have time yeah I've heard people say that to me they go oh spag bowl tonight yeah I'll cook it in the morning oh, you've got too much your hands no no I'm just a bit more organised than you yeah I'm just yeah. really fucking organised <laughs> <laughs> I can multitask apologies. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's just what it is. <laughs> so funny. Anyway, there we go. Bangers yeah. and mash number five. Tuna pasta bake. Weird one. Number four. Number three, curry. Two Sunday roast. Number one. Buy a country mask bag bowl. Nice. Best. Best. Very nice. Yeah. nice. Yeah. Okay, so we've got one. we were having a chat before we came on here and we were like, we're going to run out of top five soon.
1: Yes. And we've had, I was saying to you, I've yeah. had a few people like give random suggestions and I've always been like, oh, it has to be with food. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But- <laughs> We could be we can be tenuous at times, but we might have to like step outside the food world at some point I and think, have more fun yeah. with things. I
1: think we'll need to, because yeah, how many more
0: top fives of food? I we know. Have- well, I think I've got one okay. for you cool. that isn't tedious. No. Um, I want your top five staff dinners oh okay and that can either be ones you do when it's your turn or memorable ones where you go there's this time where Sat made us this for a staff dinner do you know what i mean it's like yeah five staff dinners that either stick out in your mind or, or you're. i know go-tos. my number one straight away yeah yeah uh cool we'll do that next week uh anything else from you mate uh no i'm all good yeah great cool. thanks so much for all your questions correspondence and reviews oh lastly we've got a review from chef aj who says five stars, which is great. Obviously, you always leave five-star review or don't review us at all. Exactly. It's um, free. Remember? Yeah, it's free. <laughs> fuck's sake. Uh, five stars. And he says, oh, peeling of walnuts. Oh, fuck. How did I not? He says, not fresh walnuts, but walnut halves, and then having to blanch in milk, then peel the brown skin away. Worst job ever.
1: Oh, my! how did I forget this? This was that- my nemesis job at Le Manoir.
0: Was it? Fuck, yeah. Oh my God, he's Chef AJ so much trauma. Chef AJ's blowing your mind.
1: Yeah, it, and it, oh God, it was a shit job. So we we used to, we did a bit Stinking Bishop souffle, and mm. oh, we'd yes. give, yes. I think it was with the a la carte starter one, five halves, and you'd roast them in burn that once they were done. And then with a taster one, I think it was three halves. Um, so your half, you boil it in milk, yeah, and then you need like a turning knife or something, and you get it, when it's the right temperature, you get it under, and you... If it peels off in one, oh, a bit satisfying. If it but does, yeah. the skin is what's holding that half together. Sometimes they break into quarters, oh. and Gary Jones would be like, "No, we're not using them. No, we've oh. got to be whole." And then you'd give it to the pot wash sometime because you're in the shit. <laughs> Do these? Fuck me, what you end up with? <laughs> but God, it was a horrible job. Hundred yeah. in for lunch, and you wouldn't sell that many. We'd probably make eight a la carte souffles for lunch because they're twice baked. It's still forty odd and halves. then a few taster ones. Yeah fucking yeah and it was a job that was never done you're always just (laughs) doing it while you're doing everything else like fucking go right i'll do a few more now i bought some walnuts (laughs) i've got two minutes let's do some you never like i'm set for walnuts ever yeah great fucking or i wasn't anyway
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's a great one thanks chef aj that is wonderful i need to change my list (laughs) yeah add that straight in um Send us your questions, comments, correspondence at the nightcap underscore pod on all the relevant platforms and rate and review us because we'll always read those out. Uh, Until next week, have a good one. Cheers. Nice one. much for downloading the nightcap podcast we appreciate the support and we'd love to know that you are enjoying the pod and now you can become a proud member of the nightcap podcast tribe Along with our weekly
1: catch-ups and -and up-and-coming series with more amazing guests, we've created some bespoke nightcap podcast clothing, which you can get online now. We've teamed up with our friends at T-Mill to create t-shirts and hoodies in various sizes, colours and fits for both men and women.
0: Yeah, We chose T-Mill for several reasons. They make these clothes with 100% natural materials, using organic materials that are better for the environment. They use the sun and wind to power the production of these products, plus they they will send you your order in packaging made from plants not plastics
1: and the best thing is they look great and they feel great you can just tell their quality so there's no knockoff merch here
0: yeah it's as simple as this go to thenightcap.tmill.com that's thenightcap.tmill.com to order your nightcap podcast merch now